This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Here's your daily crunch. Coming up, layoffs hit a major market intelligence firm. But first, Elon Musk has confirmed that he, in essence, scuttled a Ukrainian military strike on Russia by refusing to allow Starlink to be used in the process. The billionaire claims the decision was made to avoid being complicit in a major act of war, but it also raises serious questions regarding the role of oligarchs in military matters. The news was first reported by CNN, citing Walter Isaacson's upcoming biography of Musk. The ships and marine drones that would have performed this attack relied on Starlink for connectivity, but the satellite internet service was not active over the region. When Ukraine made an emergency request to activate it, he refused, and the drones lost connectivity and washed the shore harmlessly, obviously leaving the Russian ships untouched. The complex mathematics of geopolitics are beyond the scope of this podcast and indeed this site, but it is hard not to wonder whether it is appropriate for Musk to offer a key service to support Ukraine, only to withdraw it at his own discretion. Speaking of Musk, X, the company formerly known as Twitter, has been caught running unlabeled ads in users' following feeds, TechCrunch has learned, and was able to confirm firsthand. While scrolling the following feed on a Mac using the Chrome web browser, we encountered a handful of unlabeled ads amid other posts from people we follow, as well as other ads that did properly display the ad label at the top right of the post. Because many of X's ads are still labeled, this makes the unlabeled ones even harder to spot. It's unclear if the issue is a glitch with X's advertising platform or a deliberate change intended to deceive consumers into believing some ads are regular posts from accounts they follow. The issue with the ads follows an update X made to its ad labeling format in July, which saw it switching from a more prominent promoted label at the bottom of its ads, which had also included an arrow icon right above the post's interaction buttons like reply and retweet. And Sensor Tower, a prominent market intelligence firm for the app economy, this week laid off a notable portion of its workforce, estimated at around 40 people out of the 270-plus at the company, according to LinkedIn's headcount. The layoffs included C-suite executives TechCrunch has learned from multiple sources, including the CMO, CFO, and chief product officer. Other teams impacted include finance and nearly all of marketing, we're hearing, 
The company held an all-hands meeting to address the changes, which may still be underway as part of a larger reorg of Sensor Tower's corporate structure. Sensor Tower confirmed the layoffs, but not the particulars, noting it would issue a fuller release next week. Now let's hear what's happening in the world of startups. Portland-area web developer Casey Calderup has launched Postmarks, a Fediverse-enabled social bookmarking service that offers a web interface for saving your favorite links and annotating them, similar to bookmarking sites of years past. But this time, your links and notes can be shared with your followers both on Postmarks itself, as well as other federated social networks like Mastodon or anything else on the Fediverse. The open-source software available on GitHub is in the early stages for now, so it's only accessible to people who feel comfortable administrating their own websites. And Brian is announcing a $16.5 million Series A at a post-money valuation of $100 million as investors appear bullish about the new order book-based decentralized exchange. The DEX, of which Mainnet or its fully operational network launched merely weeks ago and has already accumulated $500 million in trading volume, according to stats from Starkware, the Ethereum scaling solution that powers Brian. That's all for today. I'm Imran Sheikh, and for more from TechCrunch, go to TechCrunch.com. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.